This is the qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified with Ryan Huff. What's going on, Qualified Family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always. And welcome back to the Qualified, where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Y'all, I hope you're having an incredible week, um, day, year, month, life altogether. Uh, if you are new to the Qualified Podcast, first of all, the reason this, the reason this show is called The Qualified is because I believe we are all qualified to make a difference with this beautiful gift of life that we've been given. However, just because you're qualified doesn't mean that you don't have to put in the work, right? So in other words, you got to put in the work to make to live that qualified life, the life that you're qualified to live. So that's why in this show, we discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life, as well as things of inspiring guests that they've done in theirs that have helped to make a change and ultimately get you closer to living the life that you are qualified to live, right? So that being said, though, I can promise you this. If you're performing at a level that is below, that is not at the point, at the level that you know you're capable of performing at, it's going to be impossible for you to feel great about yourself, right? So thing that I ask as well, whether it's this podcast or a a book you read or a different podcast you listen to, anything that comes your way that you know has the ability to change your life in a positive way, it's convicting, it's, it's truthful, right? Use it. That's the main thing. Use it. Take whatever you're listening to today or tomorrow, whatever have you. If you hear something that's awesome, use it. Don't just be like, oh yeah, that's great. No, use it. (laughs) Allow it to change your life for the better, right? Because we are what we repeatedly do, not not what we occasionally do, right? Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So continue showing up, continue doing the right things on a consistent basis That's how you become better. That's how you live the qualified life by continuing to put in the work on a regular basis and continuing doing the right things. Focus on winning every single day. Y'all, every day is an opportunity to win. So focus on winning the day. Let's rock and roll. Y'all, so um, I am elated for today's episode. We have another great, uh, powerful life-changing episode. I think this will be a great one for you guys. Uh, But before we do, I got to remind you this podcast is absolutely free. Uh, We don't run ads on this show. However, the thing that I do ask is that if you get value out of today, would you please share it with at least one person? You know, to share it out with at least one person that you know would benefit from it. That's all that I ask, right? So that being said, if you enjoy it, share it out with one person. And if you haven't already, would encourage you to leave a five-star review if you feel that the content is worthy of that. If you don't like it, then don't leave a review, all right? It's a value. It's a value added proposition. If I, if I do a great job, you leave a, you leave a great review, share it out with someone. If I don't do a great job, don't leave a review. Don't share it out with someone. All right. So let's rock and roll y'all today's episode. Actually, you know what, before we get going, I do this on uh, group interviews. I don't know why I haven't ever done it on on where I'm just doing solo rounds. So I'm gonna start doing this now. So we're opening up with a word of prayer. Ask God's blessing on this uh, on this message, and then uh, we'll go from there. Father God, thank you so much for this amazing day, Lord. I pray that the words that I speak will. Lord, that they'll empower people to chase their potential and live lives that make a positive impact. I know you've qualified us for an incredible life. And um, I pray that the content discussed on today's episode will help people move forward and help people do great things with the life that you've given us. In your name I pray. Amen. So, um, y'all, funny story happened recently. And I think I'm probably going to title this podcast or this episode, I should say, something along the lines of, I got accused of toxic positivity. So let's talk about what real positivity looks like, something along those lines. Um, 
Y'all, that's exactly what happened. So, uh, new term, toxic positivity. I'd never heard that one before, but it's a new one for me. But I uh, didn't know that was a thing. Didn't know positivity could be toxic. But <laughs> so, uh, anyways, recently there was a uh, a page that I you know I regularly engage with, and um, it's a page on Instagram called Moral Revolution. Uh, majority of the stuff they post is pretty spot on, and uh, they have a lot of a lot of you know good good encouraging content, Christian content and whatnot, and so. Anyways, I was commenting. I don't even remember the the topic of the of the uh, po- of the uh, post that they had made, but I was commenting on it. And this one girl in particular, I think it was a girl. Yeah, it was a woman. Um, she had responded back with something, and I tried to respond to it, but for whatever reason, her um, Instagram handle wouldn't allow me to uh, tag her directly, which I found odd. But anyway, so I sent her a DM and was just, you know, sent her the, you know, message that I had said, and then, um, sent some audio with it, just encouraging her or whatever. And, um, so anyways, after I got back, she then shared with me a, uh, really, uh, really bad situation that, uh, had happened in her life. Right. And she was talking about how it was a struggle and all this kind of jazz. And so, of course, you know, when I hear people going through hard times, you know, this woman, you know, this woman happened to be a stranger. I, I mean, I do this regardless of anyone, but I am always going to offer a, um, some encouragement if I can, I'm, I'm an encourager. This is what I do. And, you know, gave some positivity and such. And so really, you know, in this negative situation she was going through, I just encouraged her. I was like, Hey, you know what? Some gr- you know, great things can happen from this. I've, you know, I shared the example for for instance, when it comes to my mom of how she was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And then, which we're going to have her as a guest on the qualified here soon, which I'm super excited about. But anyways, um, and share her testimony and how God really worked in her life. And so I, I talked about that with her and I talked about how I made up my mind ahead of time that even though this is happening, you know, it's obviously isn't God's fault. God's not causing my, God didn't cause my mom to have cancer and such. And I was just encouraging her. I was like, you know, God can still be glorified because she's a Christian as well. Um, I think more so I, I, the way that she was talking, I'm, I'm led to believe that she was. And, uh, anyway, so I was just encouraging her. I was like, Hey, God can still be glorified through this process. Yeah, it's hard. It's difficult. But it's like, you got to just keep moving forward, right? And anyway, so I was just sharing that and I uh, was just sharing some other, you know, some other encouraging things. Well, <laughs> the response to this message that I got back, which I, I granted, I did send her because she had you know, addressed two different topics and I just, you know, was addressing both of them. And of course, you know, I, I like to send voice messages because it's just, uh, audios are just a better, more efficient way to get your emotions across. I, I, I'm, I feel like, and so that way there's no misunderstanding if it were to be, um, sent over text and not to mention it's faster that way too. I mean, if I texted all that, gosh, it would have been a, a short story, but, uh, anyway, so, I send all this back and the response that I get to all my messages were <laughs> a bunch of pictures de- describing what toxic positivity is. She didn't even respond directly um, in regards to uh, text or whatever. Not yet, but she just sent that back to me. Toxic positivity, accusing me of toxic positivity, basically saying that I should, you know, tell her not, you know, just don't even bother, you know, addressing what's going on. I'm just summarizing what, what toxic positivity was and what she was accusing me of. Don't even basically, basically what it was is it's like toxic positivity says like, don't even address what you're going through. You know, it all happens for a reason, blah, 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 blah. Basically sweep your emotions under the rug. Don't address it. Don't allow yourself to feel just, you know, look at the bright side and keep going and whatnot, which is 100% exactly not what, <laughs> what I was encouraging her to do. And, um, but I was just, I was cracking up, dude. I, I sent it to a couple, uh, a couple of friends of mine. I'm like, dude, get a load of this. But 
Anyways, I was just at that point, of course, it's just like if someone were, you know, you're trying to engage in a conversation with someone and they accuse you of being a racist or a bigot or whatever. It's like, you know, at that point, you kind of, uh, you know, shut down any chance of there being any uh, productive conversation at that point. Because clearly what you're saying by that, if someone were to call you a racist without even knowing your character, without even knowing your life, if they just see one thing that you believe and call you that, well, it's, it's very you know, obvious to me, at least that that person is not open to any constructive dialogue because no constructive dialogue starts off with name calling, right? Talk, to, you know, starts off with, uh, with, with pointing the finger at someone and blah, blah, blah. No, you ask questions and you, you know, try to understand what someone, why someone feels a certain way, why they believe what they believe. And then you have that constructive dialogue, right? So clearly by her sending that, I was like, all right, this, this lady is not in a place where she's wanting to have that. So I, you know, respectfully after I, uh, after she sent me all this and after that she sent some hashtags like hashtag empathy or hashtag toxic. It was anyways, I was like, Oh wow. So again, it was a pretty hilarious story, but I felt bad. So before I get into what, how I responded and such, and we get into like talking about what positivity looks like, I felt really bad for this person because they took literally y'all after I described it to like my best friend and described it to some other people and whatnot, they were like, wow, like, yeah, the advice that you gave her was pretty spot on. Like she was talking about relationship stuff and she talked about going through this hard thing and such. And dude, I've been there too. While I can't relate to her story specifically because hers was more unique and such, I can relate to going through difficult times. Right. And I can, you know, just relate by saying, Hey, I've been through that, you know, been through a hard time myself. This is what helped me. I think it will help you as well. If you just, you know, obviously apply it to your situation, which is different than mine, but the same principles can work in every situation that you go through. But I felt bad for this person because they took what I said, basically the truth that I was sharing with them and labeled it because it wasn't what she wanted to hear. Right. And basically after she got back to me, she was like, you know, I just wanted you to listen. I didn't want to be preached to blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, first of all, it was funny to me whenever she, uh, whenever she responded, she goes, you know, I got excited after, um, after seeing all your messages because I thought that you might have a word from God for me, but all I heard was preaching. I was like, well, isn't, preaching kind of a word from God, but <laughs> anyways, anyways, but I was like, I wasn't just, I, in no way was I suggesting that she sweep her emotions under the rug. In no way was that, was I suggesting that, Oh, Hey, everything's all sunshine and rainbows. You know, while this negative thing is happening, everything's going to be great. I wasn't suggesting that I was, what I was telling her when I was trying to communicate was it's like, dude, bad things are going to happen. And you can choose to either have a great attitude going through that or a negative attitude going through that because a great attitude will make a good thing even better. It'll make a bad thing better as well. While a negative attitude will have a, will make a good thing worse. It'll make a bad thing even worse. Which experience do you want? Which quality of experience do you want? And so whenever I responded to her, I said, Hey, you know, I apologize that you, you know, that you took it in that way. It certainly wasn't my, I was certainly wasn't trying to, you know, demean or put down or trying to diminish or, you know, basically trying to belittle what you're going through by no means. And I even told her, I was like, Hey, my mom was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. That was the hardest thing I've ever had to experience and such, because there was a probability at one point, which I didn't know this until later, but my mom was actually, whenever she first told me that she was diagnosed, she kind of conveniently left out the fact, or maybe I just don't remember, but I don't think she even told me this part, but she was only given six months to live initially. And the chemo with the chemotherapy, it wasn't supposed to cure her. Um, 
little did they know that we serve an awesome God and there was a miracle that happened in that, but it wasn't supposed to cure her. It was only supposed to give her a little extra time, right? And I was telling her this. I was like, hey, you know, whenever I went through that, that was one of the hardest things I've ever had to experience personally. But I said, one of the things that I made up my mind on the front end whenever I was going through that was number one, I said, God, I know this isn't from you. I know you didn't give my mom cancer. And I know you have the ability to perform a miracle in her life. Just like Daniel 3 uh, verses 16 through 18 says, you know, when it talks about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if you're familiar with the story, you know, but if not, um, there was a king called King Nebuchadnezzar and he had this big idol that he was wanting everyone in his kingdom to bow down to. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were faithful to God and they were faithful to their, their, their savior and their God. And they would not bow down to this idol. And so, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar was like, yo, bro, um, um, this is the uh, Ryan translation, by the way. He's like, yo, dog, if you don't bow down to my God, I'm going to throw you in my furnace and I'm going to burn your butt up. Right. And, so, <laughs> and one of the things that that happened in this situation, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, um, I forget what verse it's verse 16 through 18, if I'm not mistaken, but they responded to the king and said, yo, dude, like, hey. Our God has the ability to save us, but even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down to bow down and worship your God. And so ultimately, you know, the King Nebuchadnezzar threw them into the fire, but there was another, another in the fire, right? God was with them and he made it so their clothes weren't, didn't even smell like smoke. They didn't even burn up whatsoever. And a miracle was, was, was performed in that. And so I immediately thought about that verse and I immediately thought about that situation. I was like, God, I know this isn't from you. You don't, you dude, God didn't go to the cross and deliver us from our sickness, deliver us from our disease, deliver us from all of our sin, and then proceed to give, give his children, give his loved ones cancer and all kinds of crap in their life. No, that that's not God. We live in a fallen world. So because of that, there was going to be bad things that happen, right? So anyways, but I, I, I was telling this one, I was like, Hey, I'm not belittling your situation. I'm simply offering you a better quality of going through it. And I was just telling her, I was like, you know, I could have, cause here's the thing. I, what would you have wanted me to do? You know? And, and I, I, and I, and I honestly, quite frankly, y'all, I wanted to respond to this person whenever they were basically putting me down for being, you know, for being positive and having a positive mindset. Cause I'm confident all she wanted to hear was me, you know, was me affirming her and confirming her and encouraging her to keep, you know, wallowing in her pity. Cause she talked about being cynical. She talked about being, you know, God, why is this happening? to me kind of a thing. I was like, dude, first of all, this isn't God doing this to you. And she was talking about this negative situation that was happening. I was like, you need to get to know God. You need to get to know God more because if you think this is from Christ, that's not his demeanor, bro. That's not his character. That's not how he operates. And so anyways, but I was just, um, I was encouraging her with a better way of going through it. And after I responded to that, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry that you took it in that way. That certainly wasn't my, you know, my intent. I wasn't trying to, you know, belittle or diminish what you're going through and, you know, encourage you to, you know, sweep your emotions under the rug and just, you know, look to the bright side of everything. Whenever you're going through hell, I was like, no, I said, I'm not saying, dude, I said, I told her, I said, dude, there were plenty of times whenever my mom was going through what she was going through that I cried so many times. I dude, there were times that I was just like really distraught and really just emotional. And I allowed myself to feel those things on a regular basis. However, I was still hopeful for the future ahead. And I knew that if worst case scenario happened, right? If I ended up losing my mom, which fun fact, I'm a mama's boy, dude. My mom and I are close. I mean, we're not like, you know, some people call their mom, you know, their parents are the best friends. Like wouldn't say we're best friends, but like we're close and I love my mom. I love my dad too, but I have, I've been blessed with amazing parents. And I, while I know that losing my mom would have been the hardest thing I would have ever experienced in my life, 
I know that I could still go on, pursue my potential, become the man God created me to be in spite of that and still use her life as a great example of uh, and then, you know, basically more so uh, celebrate the years that we had together. Right. And yeah, dude, I get it. I don't know how I would have gotten through it. Obviously with God, that's the main thing. And I'm so grateful it didn't happen. you know, losing my mom and such, but I know, and I made up my mind on the, ahead of time. I'm like, dude, God, whatever, dude, God, I said, God, whatever the outcome, like, seriously, this is what I decided on the day that she told me, I said, God, whatever the outcome, my, my conviction to you doesn't change my, you know, faithfulness, my loyalty doesn't change. I said, I know you have the ability to save my, save my mom's life, but even if you don't, I will still praise you and worship you. And so, but I was just encouraging this, this lady with, you know, this stranger basically, with just a better way of going through it, because here's a fact, you guys, and, and and ultimately she wasn't she wasn't just unfortunately and sadly enough she wasn't even open to the possibility of a different way of looking at it. You know, I was I was not suggesting that this person you know sweep their emotions under the rug and try to just look to the bright side of everything and such. I was simply encouraging her. I was like, hey, there's two ways of going through this, either an empowered way or a disempowered way. And unfortunately, she wasn't ready to um, to change her mindset and even be open to the possibility of having a different way of navigating through that. And that's one of the things as well, guys. You've got to be open to the possibility of a better way of going through things, right? Because here's a fact. <laughs> bad things in life are going to happen. They are an inevitability. Um, I, I forget what verse that is, but it's like, you know, even God, even, even in the, in the new Testament, I forget what verse it is. Dang, I should have looked at that up beforehand, but it says in life, we will have struggles, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so in other words, God has given us a way to be victorious and be overcome going through this. Why? Because if we're created in his image and he's overcome the world and what he's done, we can do as well. Dude, then we have the ability to go through things empowered, right? We have the ability to go through things victorious, just in the same way he did. Since we're created in his image, we have that same ability to look to the better, to look to the brighter side as well. And I was offering this person a better way of going through it. And she wasn't receptive of that. And I'm like, dude, I'm not about to argue with someone on the internet who clearly doesn't have any desire to change or isn't even open to the possibility of doing life differently. While I felt bad for this person, I knew it wasn't good to engage with her because I'm like, all right, you know, Bible says don't even argue with a fool. Why even bother giving my time to this person? So all I did, honestly, after that, after she sent me this other message saying, you know, you're preaching to me, you're not, you're, you're not listening to what I'm saying, Bob. I was like, no, I, I did listen to what you said, and I, you know, of course, you know, I'm sorry for what you're going through. I simply offered a better way of going through it. She wasn't open to that, and that's unfortunate. So I prayed for her and then went on. So, but here's the thing, you guys. Positivity has nothing to do with looking at the bad and then deciding to, you know, sweep it under the rug, not acknowledge the bad, not acknowledge what's going on and just go on as if everything is good, well and good and all and then cry your eyes out whenever, you know, you get home at night. Positivity is not about just going through life all happy-go-lucky and, oh, everything is great whenever life is actually falling apart. No, positivity is about going through the negative because here's the thing, y'all. Negative situations are necessary to our growth. Struggles in life are the necessary prerequisites to getting to the next level in life. Every every struggle we go through, we have the opportunity to become stronger because of it, Right. While my mom, while going through that time with my mom, you guys, or, you know, with any other negative thing that's happened in my life, while that's been a negative situation, I've always, always, always come out 
have come out on the other side better because of it. If I would have never had those negative things happen in my life, then what good would that be? Why would I, I could never get better if I always had, if life was always easy, but you have to realize that negative situations are always there. Those failures, those hard times are always there with the opportunity with for us to get better, for us to become stronger. So positivity doesn't mean that you ignore that you just kind of ignore, you know, what's going on in life. No, it means you go better and you and you go better through it and you respond in a way that empowers you versus disempowers you and you also are aware that better days will come as well. That's what being positive is about. It's not about ignoring what's going on, it's responding to it in a way that empowers you versus one that disempowers you. You know, in a way I w- I wish I would have said again, I didn't want to, you know, come you know, be demeaning this person at any point. I, I kind of wanted to respond back to her. I was like, okay, hey, you know what? I gave you some great advice that'll change the quality of how you're going through this. But you know what? Hey, if you want to be miserable, by all means, be miserable, be cynical, have a great life. <laughs> like, I wanted to say that, bro, but I'm like, that's not constructive. So I prayed for her and then went from there. But like so many people, y'all, are just wanting to be affirmed and confirmed in their negative, self-loathing, you know, misery loves company behavior. And I'm like, I'm not about that. I'm not about to encourage someone to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Life sucks. You know, it'll be okay. But no, I'm going to offer you some tangible freaking advice that'll help improve the quality of your life. But if someone's not even open to that possibility, number one, I'm not going to engage in conversation with that person, especially after they call me toxically positive. I'm like, come on. Well, if hey, if being toxically positive means that I've gone through life and gone through some really hard situations in my life and become out better because of it, well, hey, by all means, I'm going to keep living that way because I love my life and I'm grateful where I'm at as well. And not to mention as well, here's a side note in this, guys. If you are doing something that is not unethical, is not immoral, that is helping not only improve the quality of your life, but as a consequence of that, improve the quality of other people's lives as well, because as you become better, the world around you becomes better. If someone starts trashing you for that, bashing you for that, and start, and trying to make you feel bad, excuse me, for living that way, go, go tell them to fly a kite, bro. Go, don't even bother. Seriously, don't even bother allowing that person's input to impact your life in any way possible. Why? Because those kind of people, it's far easier, you guys, to critique and hate on someone who's living their life at a higher level than it is to do that. Why? Because it's easier to critique someone like that, hate on them, give their spew out your negativity than it is to focus on changing your life and changing your life for the better, right? This woman, while I don't know her. I don't know her past. I just know this situation that she was going through. And while I wasn't belittling it whatsoever, she's so convinced that her way of life is the only way of living. She's not even open to the possibility of any other way of living. There's a great book that I've read before called uh, Breaking the Cycle. And in this book, um, it references a different book called Show Me God. It talks about these two men who went out to prove or disprove the existence of God, right? But one of the things, now ultimately at the end of their study, they concluded that God is real, right? But one of the things that was the common denominator in their research is that they were open to either possibility. In other words, they were open to the possibility of God being real or the possibility of God being not real. And like I said, they ultimately concluded that he was. But the thing is, most people, y'all, are not even open to the possibility of doing anything different with their life. They've on, they only see that life is negative. Like this person said, they said, yeah, this, this example, this experience has made me more cynical. It's made me more negative, blah, blah, blah. 
I offered her a different solution. She's not even open to the possibility of receiving it. So in other words, I'm not going to spend my time trying to convince someone who's not even open to the possibility of a change of a better quality of life being experienced by her. Y'all, like, what would have happened? Oh, like, seriously, I'm so grateful that over the years, I've been listening to the Tony Robbins, been listening to the great sermons, been reading the great books that have helped me build and step into this kind of positive, you know, optimistic kind of guy that I am. Y'all, if, if, if you want to label that as toxic positivity, I'll take that all day because I've gone through some hard things. I'm sure you have as well. No doubt you have. But if you've remained positive going through that, like I said earlier, if you've had that positive life stance, that positive attitude, having a positive life stance, having a positive attitude will make a great thing even better and it'll make a bad thing even better. On the flip side, having a negative attitude will make a good thing worse and it'll make a bad thing even worse. Why? Because you don't, you're not even open to the possibility of even having an empowering perspective that'll help you improve the quality of whatever you're going through. If I had had that negative situation with my mom and I hadn't been putting in the groundwork, it actually, it was funny. Um, looking back with the benefit of hindsight, I realized that all this stuff that I've been learning, all the positive thinking, all the great mindset stuff that I've been learning on the years prior prepared me to go through that hard thing with my mom, with my mom having stage four colon cancer. Because y'all, up to that point, quite frankly, my life had been pretty easy, right? I, I hadn't really had a whole lot of difficulty. But what I realized was that was preparing me to go through this hard time, right? And what I realized was if I had not have been going through, have been learning all the things that I've been learning, had been preparing myself for what I was about to experience, same thing is true with my mom, Right. I'm confident I would not have responded in the way that I responded to that. I probably would have been like, God, why is this happening? God, why are you causing this to happen? Why is this happening to us? We're good people. You know, we do great things, blah, 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 blah. That would have been such a disempowering way of going through it. But because I, but because I've been practicing that positive kind of mindset, I didn't have any other way to respond, but in a positive way, you know, I like y'all. And that's the thing too. Like some people, will be envious and jealous of you whenever you're living your life at a different level than them. You know, like this woman, unfortunately, was really negative towards me. And I think it was mainly because I was positive going through negative situations. She wasn't willing to do that. And unfortunately, a lot of people are annoyed by positivity. You know, a lot of people are annoyed by have possibility thinking, if you will, John Maxwell, I'll credit him for, for that, even for that saying possibility thinking and having a possibility and having a positive life stance because y'all a po- like anyone, dude, anyone can have a great attitude whenever life's going great, right? Anyone can be positive whenever life is all sunshine and rainbows. But what makes the difference is whenever life sucks, right? Whenever life kicks you square in the face, kicks you right in the nuts, like that's whenever, that's whenever the the truth comes out, bro. Because like, seriously, you can put on a great persona to people. You can put on a great, you know, facade to people, but what really matters is whenever the lights are off, right? Is whenever the Instagram live is not going, whenever the Facebook live isn't going, whenever it's just you and you, mano a mano, mana a mana, right? Whenever it's you looking at yourself in the mirror, you know the truth. You can tell yourself any kind of story you want, but you know the truth. And ultimately, that's why it's so important to consistently be putting good stuff into you as well. Because whenever you go through hard times, if you've consistently been putting in positivity, been putting in growth mindset stuff, you've been been consistently putting in the work on yourself to make yourself better, 
whenever the hard times come, you're prepared for such a time as this. You're ready for, for the hard times to come. Why? Because even though you don't really want them to come, no one, no one wishes for hard times to come, right? But you better be prepared whenever they do. Why? Because hard times are an inevitability. It's just a fact of life, you guys. We're going to go through hard times. But again, struggles in life are the necessary prerequisites to getting to the next level in life. So just because you're going through a hard time doesn't mean that things can't be better, right? And also every every struggle has the opportunity for you to become better, for you to grow, for you to improve. So number one, if you're doing something that is not bad, that is helping your life improve, that is helping your life move forward, becoming the man or woman that you were created to become, if someone has an issue with that, don't even bother giving their life, giving their opinion any credibility because those are people who are loser kind of people. You don't need them in your life, so don't listen to them, number one. Because like, dude, if I would have attached significance to this person's, this woman's, uh, you know, negative uh, crap that she spewed towards me, if I'd have been like, dude, maybe I shouldn't be so positive or whatever have you, <laughs> that would not serve me and it certainly wouldn't serve anyone else who is actually inspired by my positivity, right? And not to mention, dude, being positive is not a bad thing. So I'm not going to stop doing that. I'm not going to stop trying to offer a different quality of going through whatever negative situation you have, right? So, and also as well, you got to realize y'all that true positivity, so second point I should say, true positivity is not about ignoring <laughs> The, the negative things in life that are happening. It's about realizing that, hey, I have one of two options here. I have the option of looking at this situation, asking myself empowering questions. All right, what is there to learn in this? How can I become better in this? How can I go through this more empowered and responding to it in an empowered way versus going through it and be like, why is this happening to me? I'm a good person. Why is this happening to me? Blah, 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 blah. Dude, your, mind, your brain is a pretty awesome machine. And it's going to give you an answer, right? You know, and it might not be the answer that you're looking for versus versus if you ask an empowering question, which is how can I become better through this? How can I get better through this? Where's the lesson? Where's the empowering lesson that I can learn going through this negative situation? And y'all, quite frankly, you might not have the answer that you're looking for immediately, right? There might be a bad thing that happens in your life which ultimately I believe that everything happens for us and not to us because like even a great example of this is my friend Elizabeth Frazier. She was in sex trafficking for 20, over 20 years of her life being pimped out by her parents from the, as early as she can remember from the age of four. And yet she has that same kind of that mindset. She has that same kind of mindset that life happens for me and not to me. Why? Because she has gone through this, not only forget, not only confronted her parents in person, which is ultimately disgusting the thing her parents did for her did to her. I mean, my goodness. But like she's not only confronted her parents in person, she's forgiven them, which is huge. I mean, my goodness, how many of us how many of us have harbored unforgiveness? Which by the way, unforgiveness only hurts you, right? It doesn't hurt the person that you're holding unforgiveness, you know, from. It only hurts you. And quite frankly, it probably is just an irritant towards other people too that are around you if you're just harboring unforgiveness and all you bring up is this negative story. So that's that's another point. But like she's not forgiven her parents, but she's gone on to get married, which is something that she quite frankly was never thinking that was going to happen because she looked at like, who would ever love me? Who would ever think that, you know, why would I ever think that I'm deserving of this? She has an amazing man in her life now. She has five, I believe five beautiful kids. Like this, dude, this whole family is a model family, man. Like gorgeous, gorgeous family. But not only that, she started her own company called Hero Bands. I encourage you to check it out, which they give to certain charities that help deliver people out of sex trafficking. And not only that, she's gone to then share her people, sorry, to share her story to thousands of people across the country. And actually her story is even going global as well. 
to help other people that might be going through a similar situation. So it's like, y'all, I get it that crap happens in your life, but you have one of two options. You can respond to it with a possibility thinking, with a positive mindset and be like, all right, how can I become better because of this? How can I get stronger because of this? Or you can respond to it with a negative mindset that says, why is this happening to me? I'm the victim, shift responsibility and blame someone else and all this kind of jazz. Because you know what, dude, you can you can do that all day, but here's the thing. Here's a fact. If you choose to do the negative route, if you choose to do the the disempowering route, if that's a word, disempowering, unempowered route, yeah, you might be able to buy yourself some time and yeah, you might get sympathy from others and yeah, you might, you know, get, you know, affirmation or whatever have you and blah, 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 blah. And people, you know, I'm so sorry you're going through this, whatever. But here's a fact. You accomplish nothing. You don't learn the lesson, the valuable lesson that's in every hard time you go through. You don't allow yourself to grow. You don't allow yourself to to be better. And here's a fact too. If you don't have a positive mindset going through the hard things, you don't allow yourself to ask yourself empowering questions going through whatever difficulty that you're going through. Again, I'm not encouraging you to brush your emotions under the rug. I'm not encouraging you to look, oh, it's all going to be good. No, dude, sometimes life just sucks sometimes, quite frankly. I'm, I'm not ignoring that fact. But if you don't allow yourself to respond in a way that empowers you, how do you ever expect, or more so, I'd encourage you to look at it this way. There's someone that you may meet or may never meet who needs to know that it's possible for them to get through this negative situation too. Because here's a fact. I believe that God allows all these things in our life to happen for us, right? Because it ultimately to bring glory and honor to his name. And if you don't even believe in a God, here's a, here's a fact too. You can respond to the negative situations in your life in a way that empowers you and then share your story so someone else can see that, hey, you know what? I'm going through this really terrible, awful, disgusting thing, but I see Rachel or I see Jamal or I see Chris or I see Ruth or whoever going through this bad thing. And you know what? They had a really bad you know, hand that they were dealt, but dude, look at them. Like, wow, they, they were able to get through it? How did they get through it? And then by sharing your story, you then have the ability to impact someone else's life in a positive way. Y'all, because here's, again, bad thing happen, Bad things happen to everyone. It doesn't matter how good of a person you are or whatever, that, that, that is irrelevant. But the difference maker that happens is your mindset going through it, is your attitude going through it. Are you going to respond in a way that's positive or are you going to respond in a way that's negative and plays the victim and blah, 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 blah. Y'all, the only thing noble about victimhood is overcoming it. You know, there's nothing noble about, you know, having a bad hand that you were dealt and not overcoming it because, oh, it was too bad. No, Duke, bro, there's story after story after story of people that have had terrible things happen to them in their life. Yet they looked at it as this is happening for me and not to me. And I've gone on to live incredibly fulfilling and purposeful lives, you know? And what's funny too, if you start researching some of these people like Nick Santasasso, Nick Vucicic, Jen Bricker, um, Oprah Winfrey. And I mean, there's plenty of people that have had really bad things happen in their lives if you listen to their stories, one a commonality in all of their stories is like if people ask them, hey, would you change this thing that happened? Every single time, which is amazing, every single time their response is no. No. Why? Because this story, this negative thing that happened in their life happened for them and not to them because of the incredible mindset they were able to cultivate because of it, right? Of the incredible story they now have to empower others because of it. So I just encourage you, 
grow, focus on growing that positive life stance, focus on growing that positive mindset. And if you are again, second part as well, if you are doing something that is not destruct, let's just make it a positive mindset. If you are having that positive life stance and that positive attitude and such, and people start critiquing you and people start putting you, trying to put you down for having it, you, that is a prevalent sign that you do not need that kind of person in your life, right? And I would encourage you to distance yourself from that person, get them out of your life because quite frankly, that's a great sign. They don't need to be in your life anymore. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that they're not a good, you know, they're not good people. It just means that you're growing beyond their personal purview, right? And whenever people grow beyond the expectations that, that whenever you start growing beyond the expectations that someone else has for you, it makes them uncomfortable. Why? Because more often than not, we all have our goals and dreams that we want for our lives, right? But sometimes, you know, we just don't pursue them. We don't live in power to chase our potential, live a life that makes a positive impact. And whenever we don't do that, and then we see someone else who's doing more than us, but we're not showing up on a consistent basis to make our lives better, it becomes really easy to be envious and jealous of someone and then start tearing them down, right? Because most people's lives are a direct reflection of the expectations of their peer group. So if your peer group starts to tear you down because you're starting to grow beyond where they're at, you start to make them uncomfortable, that's a great sign. You don't need those kind of people in your life. Either they're going to come with you, right? And be inspired by what you're doing, by living your life with a positive mindset, by doing great things and hoping and trying to raise the standard of not only your life, but other people's lives as well and make the world around you better because of that, because of having a high standards only kind of a life. If they're not comfortable with that, that's a great sign that you don't need those kind of people in your life anymore. So anyways, I encourage you to be toxically positive. (laughs) Oh man, what a term. But anyways, y'all, that is the episode today. I hope it encouraged you. And uh, again, man, it's just, it, it, I, I feel bad for those kind of people, but you know what, dude, unfortunately, most people never change because uh, changing yourself is quite frankly, one of the hardest things you're ever going to do. And uh, while I certainly pray and hope that that woman uh, will change her, her, change her negative mindset to embrace a different possibility and quality of life. I'm fully aware that that might never happen, but just because it might never happen for her, doesn't mean that it doesn't have to happen for you. So if you don't like where your life is currently focus on changing it, right? It's just one step at a time. Y'all, it took me from 2009 up until like 2013, whatever, to really change my mindset and such. And dude, I'm still growing. I'm still improving. I'm learning new things all the time. But like you have to be committed to better and you have to have a high standards only kind of a life. In order to live the qualified life, you can't hold yourself to low standards, right? You can't surround yourself with people that are okay with being negative, with being pessimistic, with being cynical, all that kind of jazz. You've got to surround yourself with people that are looking for the best, looking with a positive mindset, looking with a positive life stance, and looking for possibility and opportunity in every situation they go through. So there's that. Y'all, I hope this episode encouraged you. If it did, again, please share it out with at least one person um, that you know would benefit from it. And if you haven't already, I would highly encourage you and appreciate you leaving a five-star review on this podcast. Y'all, I will talk to you soon. Until next time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. See ya. Hey, what's going on, Qualified Family? Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I trust you enjoyed the message. You know, with the Qualified brand, our mission is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. You know, ultimately, the life that you are qualified to live. You know, but it's not about just being qualified on our own. It's about the fact that God has created us with innate value and divine purpose to live for something bigger than ourselves. You know, a life, ultimately, that is fulfilling and brings glory and honor to Him. 
You know, so whether you've never had the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life, or maybe you were like me, you know, and you fell away, kind of did your own, kind of fell away from your faith and kind of did your own thing. I want to encourage you with this. And that is that Jesus still loves you and wants, dude, desires a relationship with you so badly as well. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter how many times you've messed up. It doesn't matter how messed up your past is. It doesn't matter how many times you've missed the mark. It doesn't how many times you, you know, thought you're going to go one way and you went the other way as well. Your purpose still stands. Not only that, regardless of your past, the love of Christ for you still stands as well. You know, and that's the amazing thing, dude. I, I mean, I've made a point of sharing how crazy my past has been and how many times I messed up. And here's the thing. God is the God of second chances. And not only second, but third, fourth, fifth, infinitely amount of chances, man. He just wants that relationship with you. So would you pray this prayer with me? Just repeat the following. Just say, Father God, thank you for the amazing work your son Jesus did by dying on the cross and raising again, forever making me righteous, complete, and free from the power of sin. I confess that Jesus is Lord of my life, repent of and ask forgiveness for my sins, and fully surrender my life to you. Use me to make your kingdom great. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, first of all, I am so dang excited for the decision that you just made. And I got to tell you this as well. It says in Luke 15 verse 10 in the Amplified Translation that there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So what does that mean to right now? There's a dang party going on in heaven, bro. <laughs> like everyone's going crazy. They're like, hey, this girl, this guy just gave their life to Christ and made the best decision of their life. So seriously, I'm super happy for you and excited for that decision you made. So two things. Number one, I got to tell you, you got to recommend that you need to get a Bible and start reading the New Testament, reading about the life of Christ as well. So whether you download the Bible app off the iTunes store or, you know, for Android, and start reading it there or you know definitely recommend either the amplified translation or the new living translation or even the new king james as translation as well or if you get a, t a physical bible as well and start reading that's great but just make sure you start reading and you're reading the new testament learn about the life of christ and go from there and start growing that in that relationship and spending time with them second of all there's a special page that I made specifically for this as well on Qualified Apparel's website. That link for that is down below in the description. And it just takes you to some resources that I highly recommend that you get. Books that I've read, um, with the exception of one, there's one called, uh, what is it, Disciplines of a Godly Woman. Clearly haven't read that one. But <laughs> I, uh, I, the other ones I highly recommend, and they're super powerful. This some great resources that will help you grow, help you improve, and just go deeper in your relationship with Christ as well. So, dude, so happy for you. And if you need anything, definitely feel free to reach out. Uh, Thequalifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Y'all, have an amazing day. Until next time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.